can see that you got fire in your eyes and pain inside your heart. So many things have come and torn your world apart. But baby, baby, don't give up. If you want love, you gotta give a little. If you want faith, you gotta believe a little. You want peace, turn your cheek a little. Oh, you, you gotta give, you gotta give, you gotta give to live. An empty hand reaching out for someone. Empty heart takes so little to fill. It's so much easier to push instead of pull. But baby, baby, don't give up. If you want faith, you gotta believe. You want peace, turn your cheek a little. Oh, you, you gotta give, you gotta give, you gotta give. In his own right, yeah. Everybody needs a friend. One friend, one God, one country that no man did defend. No, no. I believe. In fate and destination, so much of that lies in our own hands. And if you know what you want, you can go on and get it. But baby, baby, don't you ever give up. If you want love, you gotta give a little. If you want faith, you want faith, you gotta believe, baby. You want peace, turn your cheek a little.
the circle, draw the circle wide. Draw the circle, draw the circle wide. Draw the circle, draw the circle wide. No one stands alone, we'll stand side by side. Draw the circle. are she, her, and hers. I am a member of your Board of Trustees, and it is my pleasure to welcome you here to worship at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. As we begin, we honor the Piscataway people and their ancestors, 
It is upon their land that we in Columbia reside. We are served by the Reverend Paige Getty Minister, as well as a talented and dedicated team of religious educators, musicians, and other professional staff. Much appreciation goes out to the many lay leaders and volunteers whose incredible efforts and dedication help to keep us connected. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, whomever you love, and whatever your faith tradition, you are welcome here. We particularly welcome any guests joining worship this morning. We encourage you to fill out the visitors form in the lobby or online and connect with others in the virtual or the in-person social hour after the service so that we may meet and welcome you. Finally, for those attending worship in our sanctuary at the Owen Brown Interfaith Center this morning, please take a moment to silence your cell phones and other electronic devices. We have just a couple announcements today. On December 5th, UUCC voted unanimously to ordain Dr. Laura Solomon into UU ministry during a special congregational meeting. And this upcoming Saturday at 4 p.m., we will celebrate Laura at her ordination. We hope you'll join us. There's, we would also like to remind you that the nominating committee is inviting members of UUCC who are interested in serving in leadership positions on either the Board of Trustees, the Nominating Committee, or the Endowment Board to indicate their interest by 5 p.m. next Sunday, March 6th. Thank you. And now we have a special announcement from Michael Adcock, our Director of Music. Good morning, everyone. I just want to let you know that the Chalice Concert Series is up and running again for the 2022 winter-spring season. You may have seen recent notices about three concerts that we've planned for March 12th, April 9th, and 30th. The April 9th date is the rescheduled forehand piano concert Valerie Shu and I had planned to present in February until the Omicron spike necessitated a postponement. These three concert events will be a hybrid of in-person and over the Zoom platform, but I hope you'll consider being part of the live audience here in the sanctuary for our wonderful artists, if you're able. The first event on Saturday, March 12th at 7 p.m. will be Duo Sorola with Ismar Gomez on cello and Wan Chi Su on the piano. In addition to romantic sonatas for both instruments, this duo champions newly commissioned works for contemporary composers and composers of color. I hope you will consider joining us for this event. Our ticketing process has moved into the 21st century and is a little different now that COVID has forced us to create these concerts as registration events. While we'd prefer you reserve your ticket in advance so that we can keep better track of numbers, we will of course still accept cash and checks at the door. Tickets are $25, the student price is 20, and children under the age of 15 are always admitted free. Keep an eye out for regular email notices about our concerts, but you may reserve seats online at the UUCC website under the Music Concerts page. Just click and follow the links. And it's not too late if you'd like to register and be a patron of our series. And speaking of live music, I'm thrilled to welcome three guest musicians participating in worship this, month, this morning with us. First, our music director, Emeritus Tom Benjamin on the clarinet. And, and also both Stephen and Nick Evangelista, who will offer some special music a little bit later in the service. Thank you to all.
Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Tom. Good morning, UUCC and friends and guests. I see a number of guests here in the room, and I know there are many of you online. Welcome. My name is Paige Getty. I serve as minister of this congregation. I use the pronouns she, her, and hers, and it is my great privilege to be here with you today. If you are in the sanctuary and need a hearing assist device, please visit the sound booth in the back of the sanctuary, and they'll hook you up. You can find the order of service if you'd like to follow along online or using the QR code that will appear on your screen momentarily. And if you are a guest today, please complete the visitor form either online or at the greeter's table in the lobby so that we're better able to stay in touch with one another. We will honor your personal joys and sorrows late in the service this morning, so please send your own joys and sorrows via email to joysandsorrows at uucolumbia.net or write them in the Joys and Sorrows book in the back of the sanctuary. And remember, those of you who are with us online today, you too can participate in some of our worship rituals by lighting your own flame, whether you have a chalice or not. You can have a bowl of water so that you can join in our ritual of dropping stones or pebbles in the water when we celebrate joys and sorrows. I echo Jenny's thanks to all of the staff and volunteers who are supporting this service today, both in front of and behind the count camera. There are so many that there's no way I'm going to name them all, but I'm going to try. Thank you to Tim, Sarah, Roger, Robin, Robin, Phil, Melissa, Margaret, John, Jenny, Hannah, Graham, Chris, Kayla, Amelia, Alan, and Ace, and others whose names I'm sure I've missed, with a special shout out to today's musicians, as you heard, not only to Michael, but welcome back to Tom and Stephen and Nick. It feels like old home week around here. Today is Generosity Sunday. Annually, we devote a worship service to a celebration of the myriad ways that this congregation serves. Serves its members, its friends, its children, its elders, its community, its neighbors, its world. We celebrate all these things in part as a reminder of why our own meaningful investment in the congregation investment as individuals and collectively, why it matters. And we who plan these worship services always intend for Generosity Sunday, sometimes we call it Pledge Sunday or Stewardship Sunday, to be energizing, inspirational, uplifting, and we try to make it fun. And sometimes, World events demand our attention, insisting that we remember that there is real horror in the world right now. Too often, men with power act as aggressors, bullies, killers. They put transgender children's lives at risk. They invade countries. They risk world war. For greed and ego and dominant power and all sorts of evil that is violently opposed to so much that we hold dear. We are reminded in these moments that some of what is most precious in the world 
is under very real threat. Children's lives, world peace, our very faith in humanity. And so, as our service begins today, we pause for a moment of reverence and prayer. A couple of days ago, as Russia's attack on Ukraine unfolded, poet Alex Klingenberg wrote the following with the caveat that I don't think these are the right words, but I'm pretty sure there are no right words right now. Here's what she wrote. War has begun, and it feels familiar in my cells, like this dread is a deep and wretched part of being human. I am a mother desperate to hold my child. I am a soldier moving toward the rising smoke. I am the land prepared for devastation, ready to hold the blood memories for decades, the sunflowers, the soil, the hope that one day soon it won't come to this. And now as we continue this spirit of prayer, I'm going to invite all of you to join your voices in prayerful song as we sing words written by Lloyd Stone as a prayer of peace, set to the tune Finlandia by Finnish composer Jean Sibelius. Will you rise in body or in spirit? For this is my song. As blue as mine. 
So may it be. Let us worship. And now I'll invite Amelia Sorensen and Ace Sorensen to light and dedicate our chalice. Who cast a spell over my world? Who opened the doors, stirred the crowd of possibilities, put gold dust in my dreams, causing my life to turn? Oh fate, oh love, oh spirit, oh God, is it true that all good things must end? Or have you set me on a path of meaning, not luck, of clarity, not magic? And this grace that brought me to the mountaintop is also a sign to carry me through dark forests of loss, the ones that await us all, that disturb our peaceful sleep. The same grace that guides the seasons, cracking the ice, pushing up the saplings, scattering the earth with their first dramatic leaves. Thank you, Amelia. Thank you, Ace. I'm going to invite those of you in the room to rise again in body or in spirit and invite everyone to speak together our congregational covenant, these promises that we made to one another long ago and that we reaffirm again and again. Strengthened by our common humanity and inspired by our seven principles, we promise to be a safe and welcoming community to nurture each other's hearts and spirits, to delight in the beauty of our diversity, to struggle together on our spiritual journeys, and to challenge each other to live our values. Thus, we pledge our time and vigor to the continuing celebration of spirit, of the world, and of humankind. And before you're seated, will you turn and greet one another here in the room? Say hello to those on Zoom. Everybody on Zoom, greet your, greet each other. Morning, people. Hi, John. Morning. Hello, Diane. Hi. Morning. Hello, Kevin. Hi, Judith. There she Hi, is. There is the queen. Hello, Joyce. Hello, Kathy Harris. We're going to sing again. This time, hymn number 1,000, Morning Has Come.
Robin Slaw. I'm your director of religious education and I use the pronouns she, her, and hers. And I am really happy to be here with all of you this morning. So when I was thinking about the time for all ages and what I wanted to say, I decided to look up the meaning of stewardship. Because uh, Sometimes the etymology or the meaning or the origin of a word gives me some ideas. And the etymology of steward in Old English is house guardian. Huh. Now, some of you are, are Harry Potter fans. Maybe your ears per perked up a little bit. I thought it was really cool to think about that stewardship is about being a good house guardian. That's our house here at UUCC, our church, our community, our family. And there are a lot of ways to do that, to be a house guardian of our community. So I started to wonder, if I could envision a house guardian, what might they look like? And I wonder what you might imagine. And if you're younger than an adult, maybe you might want to volunteer to be a helper in your classroom, your RE classroom. Or maybe you'd want to take part in service, light the chalice the way Ace and Amelia, my friends Ace and Amelia just did. Or you can help with joys and sorrows or you can help with setup, or be an usher. Or maybe you volunteer with your parents to help out with our little free pantry and our food insecurity team. They still need people to fill that little pantry twice a day, every day of the week. 
And if you're adult-aged, perhaps you'd like to help in worship, be a reading, reader, be a Sunday volunteer, or help with RE, or help with one of our justice programs, because we have a bunch of them. Or you might give your time and energy in lots of different ways, and you can talk to anyone on the UUCC staff to find out what opportunities there are. You could be an amazing house guardian for all of us. So we might think about the fact that we're living is giving. How we live life best when we're able to give our strength, our passion, our gifts to each other, to our community. For some of us, it's been a long time since we've seen each other. There are some of you here today that I have not seen in two full years in person. Wow. It feels lonely sometimes, still, when we haven't seen each other in so many years. But I've been lucky enough over the last few weeks to start regathering with some of our families as we restart our whole lives classes, middle school world religion classes. <laughs> Y'all have grown so much, those of you who are not yet adults, that I don't recognize a lot of you when I see you because you went from here to here in those two years. So back to our house guardians. Have you thought about what kind of house guardian you might want to be here at UUCC? What kinds of gifts might you offer? What strengths do you have to share? So I'd love to hear about what you're thinking, how you might share your gifts and strengths this year in our community. It's starting for, us to be, for it to be safer for us to gather in person and with full acknowledgement that not all of us can yet. We have children who are still too young to be vaccinated. We have people who their immune systems just aren't working well enough to keep them safe. So I'm gifting you with a song that the sound booth is going to play in just a little bit. It's the One Voice Children's Choir, When I See You Again. And I hope, when I do see you, that you'll share with me what kind of house guardian you aspire to be. And I hope you will. In the words variously ascribed to John Wesley or Nicholas Murray or to an anonymous 91-year-old man, do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. So would you play the video sound team? Thank you. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you 
all the planes we flew, good things we've been through. So I'll be standing right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh, but something told me that it wouldn't last. Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture. Those were the days, hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. See you in a better place. Uh. again the gift of Michael's music. I love the title of this piece he chose for our offertory, Revive Us Again. So thank you for that, Michael, and thank you all for your generosity as you give of your financial gifts for the ongoing work of this congregation in the world. Always your gifts are voluntary, but very, very gratefully received. Thank you.
So this week, we got a phone call on the main UUCC office line from a person who's a member of a Unitarian Universalist congregation in another state. They'd been here in town visiting family and experienced a devastating loss. They called here wondering if this congregation could offer them some pastoral support. So we did. Also this week, every day this week in fact, volunteers filled the little free pantry outside our building in the Owen Brown Village. They filled it with donations from individuals and with food purchased with your monetary contributions and with perishable inventory that would otherwise go to waste from the local supermarket. Almost as fast as that pantry was filled, it emptied every day, usually twice. And not only do those volunteers fill the pantry with food items, they also share the gift of human connection with one another, with the neighbors who come needing the food and supplies provided there, with grocery store staff and others who have resources to share. Also this week, members of UUCC's anti-racism team met as they do each month to hold one another and the congregation to account as we strive to remain vigilant in the face of patriarchy and systemic oppression and white supremacy culture in our congregation and in the wider community. Also this week, students in our adolescent Our Whole Lives, also known as OWL class, learned about sexual orientation. The elementary OWL students began their exploration of puberty by first creating a covenant with each other. And our middle school world religion students visited Temple Isaiah and experienced a Shabbat service and a visit with the rabbi to experience some practices of Judaism. Also this week, members of this congregation wrote letters and made phone calls and appeared at press conferences and gave testimony before the state legislature advocating for the advancement of the environmental human rights amendment to our state constitution. Also this week, members of our entirely volunteer tech team have, again, persistently spent hours refining their skills and their tools so that we can provide excellent multi-platform programming, not only on Sunday mornings, but for any worship, rites of passage, or other gatherings in the sanctuary space. Also this week, Members of our Chalice Choir came together to sing and learn and play and support one another. The Creativity Circle circled up to knit and cut and stitch and commiserate. The youth group continued planning a worship service and offering support to one another. Young adults gathered to deepen spiritual exploration in their Wellspring group. Single seniors gathered and reflection groups convened and the meditation group meditated and adults gathered to learn more about Unitarian Universalist history and the climate crisis and to hone the capacity for being better stewards of this planet and our world. Also this week, nearly two dozen UUCC members gathered in two different groups to focus their attention on reimagining Unitarian Universalism's expression of principles and purposes thoughtfully engaging in conversation about our shared values, 
asking, how does a progressive religious tradition remain relevant at this moment in time? Exploring what it means to be faithful. One week in this congregation. And that's just the things I know about. It doesn't include all the private conversations, the pastoral care, the staff meetings, the envelope stuffing, the myriad ways that you connect with and support each other and cultivate a community without my direct involvement, exactly as it should be. And you know, we don't have to do any of this. No one is obligated. All of the adults and most of the teens and even some of the younger kids are part of this congregation by choice. We invest ourselves, our time, our money, our outrage, our heartbreak. We invest it here because we have experienced the value of what this congregation creates together. It's because of all of those gatherings and projects and religious education classes that we have the capacity to support one another in the face of very real existential crisis, to face devastating losses in our families, to face threats to our humanity, because we have built connections and trust and courage together. We've also hurt one another. We've hurt one another with careless words, thoughtless actions, self-centered defensiveness. We do so much good together. And there's so much we say we want to do and don't, or that we want to do more of and better. Because we are, after all, extraordinarily, imperfectly human. We say our mission is to be a vibrant, nurturing, and inclusive congregation, enriched by our diversity, shared ministry, and love. We inspire spiritual and personal growth for ourselves and our families. We live our values and act with our community to make the world a better place. Sometimes we fail spectacularly in that mission. Often, we don't fail spectacularly. And whether we're right on point or missing the mark, when we say it, we mean it. We genuinely aspire to be the congregation that mission describes. And that requires all of us. Richard and Kirsten and Jenny and Sarah and Lucas and Tom and Carla and Susan and Chris and Bob and every one of you. Today, you're being asked to consider what UUCC means to you, what meaning and value it brings to your life, but not only to your life personally. What is the value of UUCC's presence in the community and in the world? And you're being asked, as you consider that, to then make a financial pledge that is proportionate to that meaning. We're not paying for a service. It's a recognition that the community is whatever we make of it. And I hope you'll make it mean something. 
that your financial investment in UUCC will be a meaningful one, more than a cell phone bill or a nice meal, an expression of the real value of this congregation in your life and in the world. In an essay in the collection Centering, the Reverend Dr. Natalie Fenimore, Unitarian Universalist minister, leader, educator, writes of the Unitarian Universalism that does not yet exist. She begins by saying of Shirley Chisholm, she was asked why she, a black woman, was running for president. You don't have a chance. Why are you doing that? And Chisholm said, because I am in love with the America that does not yet exist. And Dr. Fenimore says, that's how Unitarian Universalism is also. I'm in love with the Unitarian Universalism that does not yet exist. But I have to hold both the love for that thing and the love for the reality. It does not yet exist. It will probably not exist in my lifetime. I don't think it will in that of my children, but I can't deny my love for it. You know, wanting to be there in that struggle. That's why I'm fighting. So I ask you today, what do you love enough to fight for, to invest in? And do you really mean it? Amen. Will you again rise in body or in spirit? And we are going to sing the hymn, Fire of Commitment.
Good morning, friends. Thank you for the lovely song there. Um, I'm John Boyle. I'm a member of the team that's working on this year's pledge drive. Uh, now, some of you are well aware of what our annual pledge drive means to the congregation. But for those of you who are a little newer to UCC, uh, let me talk a little bit more to you. Now, most of the congregation's finances come from pledges that members and friends of the congregation make. UUCC, and I think UUism in general, doesn't set financial obligations like a tithe or dues for you to be a part of our community. The pledging is a covenantal responsibility of membership. Because of that, we need a way to plan our budget for the next fiscal year. So once a year at this time, we ask, what will you commit of your financial resources to help the congregation to do its work in the coming year? All of the sort of work that Paige mentioned uh, in her remarks earlier. You decide on an amount that you can commit to, and that becomes your pledge for the year. Now, the amount that you pledge will determine what priorities the congregation can actually pursue. Once we know what everyone's willing and able to pledge, the executive team then creates a budget that the congregation then votes on at our annual meeting. Now this budget is built around what we have available in terms of finances for our next 12 months of ministry together. It determines our ministry priorities, our staffing, our supplies, really everything. And that brings us to why I'm here before you today. Today is the start of our pledge drive. Over the days and weeks to come, the congregation needs you to think about what your pledge is going to be for the 2022-2023 year. So let me now, on this Generosity Sunday, invite you to pledge meaningfully. Now, Paige talked a lot about meaning, and a meaningful pledge is one that I think that you really feel, one that's not just passive or rote, the bills that were mentioned earlier, but an active declaration of what it is that you value. Now, if you're Unsure of exactly how much to pledge, uh, we have resources online, such as the UU Fair Share Guide, uh, to help you think about that and to determine what works for you and for your family and, uh, and how UUCC fits into your, uh, your finances and your lives. So you go through all that, and then once you've decided how much it is that you're going to pledge, well, you just tell us. You're going to be receiving a mailing uh, later this week, as well as an email that are intended to help you make your pledge. You can fill out the paper form and mail it back in, or you can use the online form on the UUCC website to declare what it is that you're going to do. Just a little note, I actually went and did that uh, just before the uh, uh, Jenny uh, started speaking earlier this morning. Uh, it really only takes about 45 seconds if you already have decided what it is that you're going to do. Now, we know that some of you are going to decide pretty quickly, uh, like I did, because I'd already thought about it, and that is great. Uh, but for those of you who may take a little longer or who want to talk about pledging, uh, there's a group of us, some wonderful volunteers, who are going to re uh, reach out by phone or by email to answer any questions that you might have and help get you to the point where you're comfortable making a truly meaningful pledge. Now, just a centering thought and a reminder, this pledge that we're talking about is for the upcoming fiscal year, the one that starts on July 1 of this year and ends next June. 
So you don't have to worry about paying off your pledge anytime soon. You're just declaring what it's going to be. Once this July rolls around, then you can start fulfilling your pledge. Uh, some folks do it in a lump sum, uh, just you know, writing a check or putting a gift online. Uh, others do it monthly or others like me uh, set up a recurring payment online uh, via the, the website or realm. It's really you know, anything that works for you, uh, your finances and, and your way of giving. Uh, so I've made my pledge today and it is uh, what I think is a meaningful one. Uh, I invite now you to consider the meaning that UCC has brought into your life and decide how it is that you want to fuel the congregation for the year to come. As Paige had said, the amount that goes on in one week at UUCC is truly incredible. And with everyone pledging and everyone pledging meaningfully, we can do even more as a congregation and as a community. So if you have any questions about any of this, please feel free to reach out to me uh, or the UUCC staff. I'm gonna put my email in the chat in just a moment. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions, please, please, please feel free to reach uh, out to me, seek me out, and I'll answer my questions to the best of my ability. Thank you all for your time today, for your consideration, and thank you in advance for your generosity. Good morning. We're going to offer you an original piece uh, called Coffee Cup. coffee cup but I don't know what all these things I have seen are they real or just caffeine looking back at me I saw a preacher yesterday and he said Hey, my boy, have you heard the word? Have you seen the way, but he was dressed in black and I was blue and I couldn't see his hallelujah point of view, you know. You know what I mean. So I took a walk. The side of town, and I heard the preacher saying prayers. And I just bought a coffee and I proceeded to sit down unaware that there was no park bench there.
but my, my income's low and I'm, I'm lactose intolerant and my computer's slow and I just don't know it. All these things I have seen, are they real or just downloaded from a silly dream, you know? You know what I mean? Stephen. Helena, would you like to help me with joys and sorrows? Would you like to come drop the stones in the water? Thank you. Come on up. You know what to do, don't you? Yep. <laughs> During worship each week, not only do we give voice to personal joys and sorrows, but we also honor them by dropping individual stones or pebbles into a communal bowl of water to represent the way that each life and each story ripples out into the community and is held in loving embrace by us all. So today, Helena is going to help with that, and I invite you at home to share in that ritual as well. For you here in the sanctuary, during the music meditation, if you would like to come forward and place your own pebbles in the water to honor your personal sorrows and joys in silence, you're welcome to come forward then.
Please also remember the pets, children, families, and people of Ukraine as they suffer the atrocities of the unprovoked Russian attacks. Thank you, Jenna, and blessings. And Helena, just one more that we'll put in the water. This represents all of those things that we're all holding in our hearts, unspoken. Thank you, Helena, for the help. Will you join me now in a time of reflection and reverence and stillness? Great and Holy Spirit of life, of love, may we have comfort in our sorrow, healing in our illness, the promise of peace in the face of violence. May we have the courage to live our values fully in the world, to seek justice, to act bravely, to share kindness. May we cultivate mutual care. And may each of us, whatever our worries or celebrations, our fears, our joys, know that we too are loved and are not alone. Let's share just a moment of silence that each of us might know better the prayers in our own hearts. Amen. Blessed be.
In last Sunday's worship service, we read Rebecca Parker's poem, Choose to Bless the World. She writes, your gifts, whatever you discover them to be, can be used to bless or curse the world. None of us alone can save the world. Together, that is another possibility waiting. So together, UUCC, we have the power to be the faith community we say we want to be. So when you make your pledge today, this week, this month, choose to bless the world and mean it. Amen. Will you rise and we're going to sing together one more time from you I receive to you I give. We're gonna sing it through twice. See you next week. from this